Hello friends, this is Amy with the Sage and Stitch podcast. It is Thursday, 8.54 p.m. And today's show, we are just going to chat about a few cross-stitch topics and maybe touch back on some of the things that we discussed last week, maybe not. Uh, It's going to be a short podcast today, but hopefully it'll be uh, entertaining and helpful. Maybe you'll find something helpful in today's podcast. Alrighty, let's get on with the show. So for those of you who are listening in that are not familiar with Sage and Stitch, uh, my name is Amy. I started a podcast. This is uh, episode four. Um, so I'm fairly new at doing a podcast. I was planning on doing a podcast uh, each Monday and decided that I have a goal this year that I want to do at least 100 podcasts this year and realized that in order to reach that goal, I would need to do a couple podcasts a week. So today is um, the second podcast of the week and I'm doing good on being consistent. I had some bags, project bags. I make project bags for my Etsy shop. If you're not familiar with project bags, project bags are uh, vinyl zipper bags that cross-stitchers and cultures use to store a project that they are currently working on in case they need to travel or take their work with them. They can put everything inside this project bag and then whenever they have time to stitch, they have everything right there with them. Um, it's easy to put everything back into the bag and um, then if you're ready to go or to head home then you can just put everything back in the bag and take it with you. So I had uh, I had to make several bags today and that's why I'm doing my podcast so late in the evening but I am staying true to my goal and reaching that podcast for Thursday. Um, one of the things that I did this week is with my goals, I am just, I'm absolutely in love with making the 2020 goals. Um, if you're not familiar with my YouTube channel, uh, it's also Sage and Stitch, uh, over on FlossTube, um, where I, um, showcase uh, my current whips and that kind of thing and I will leave a link to uh, my channel below the show Um, but one of the things that I learned from setting those goals is that I am not a monogamous stitcher (laughs) I worked on my Eleanor Rigby uh, for a couple of days and then I realized or said to myself because I made those goals to work on my night walked down to have that done by the 14th of uh, February that I really should get to work on it because I've really really it's really taken a back seat for a while to my Eleanor Rigby and so I did uh, manage to uh, start stitching on that and uh, last night and then today I stitched on it some And for those of you who know me, know that I'm a beginner stitcher, 
You'd be proud to know that today I actually took my work with me. My daughter needed to go to the doctor. She's, um, as I mentioned in my previous uh, podcast, she has been fighting a cold and she had to go to the doctor today and I agreed to drive her. Usually I don't like to go into the doctor's office, so I just wait in the car and I thought to myself, I was so into my stitching that I decided why don't I try and take it with me because I've never taken my work with me anywhere. I've never, I've, I've yet to attend my first retreat um, or get together with other stitchers. But today I was like, you know, I really should try to take it with me because I knew I would be sitting there probably a good at least 30 minutes waiting for her to see the doctor. So uh, many of you who know me will be proud to know that I did that and I was able to get uh, quite a bit of stitching uh, in just sitting there in the car waiting for her to come out of the doctor's office. Um, one of the things that I wanted to talk about that I also learned uh, from stitching my night walk down this week <clears throat> is a lot of times when I'm stitching on my pattern I will uh, choose a color to work on um, and just stitch all the, the nearby areas in that color and then I'll skip over areas where another color is supposed to be stitched and I decided that I today I'm not I'm, that I am no longer going to do that if I need to I'm going to go ahead and load up several needles with the colors that will be in a certain area and go ahead and stitch all those because I got way off today somehow in my stitching it was very frustrating. I found that I was needing to take out stitching that was in the middle of other stitching. It almost became a huge mess and I pretty much just decided right then and there that I would no longer do that, that I would carry at least a couple of colors. So like in the night walk down, there's um, like in the hair area where her hair is and her face, there's at least three different colors. And it had pretty much gotten impossible to figure out where I was at and where I needed to, you know, <clears throat> avoid stitching for the other colors. So definitely going to uh, do that. What about you? Do you do you tend to stitch with one color and fill in the areas for just that color, and then go back and fill in with the different color, or do you stitch with several colors all at once? I know um, some of the people that I watch stitching on floss tube that work on um, like full coverage and the and the larger um, projects and the more exper experienced stitchers, you will see that they have several threads uh, within their project that they're uh, just keeping that thread running. Um, so. What about you? Do, you? do you feel, if you do carry several th different colored threads all at once, um, do you feel that helps you um, stitch better, stitch more neater, more neater? I can hear my daughter telling me right now that that's not correct English, but do you feel that your stitching is neater because of that? Or how did you come about doing that? Did you just start out stitching that way with the different colors at the same time? Or... What did you experience what I what I have? 
what I've experienced um, in coming to that decision to try and carry at least two or three collars at the same time. If you're a new stitcher and you're thinking that, you know, if you're struggling with just using one color, just try to load a couple of needles and, and give it a whirl and see how that works for you. Um, I, I think that you will find, if you're struggling like me or like I was, I think you will find that it, it helps keep your, your work organized and, and more structured and with less mistakes. It certainly did for me. Um, so I feel like that was an aha moment for me this week in my stitching and definitely something that I'm going to continue to follow through with and using more than one one color at a time. Um, there are patterns where you can do that. You can carry one color and easily find your way. It's like a border, you know, that might just have one color. Um, but when you're getting into those areas where the stitching is random and you have different colors, I feel that for me, um, that is the best route to go. Um, okay, well, um, that's my aha moment for this week and what I've decided to do. I did get some stitching down my uh, night walk down and the minute that I, uh, well, not the minute, but I'll say probably um, the next day of stitching on my night walk down, my other uh, whip came to mind and I cannot remember if I set a goal for that other whip so I need to go back to my book. Um, that's something I plan on doing tonight after I finish my podcast. Just look back over my goals. And um, I think it's good to have to start using a planner. Um, I know that there's several different planners that uh, stitchers use. Um, so I'm going to be looking into that this week and seeing what I can find because I think that a stitcher plan, a stitching planner geared specifically for cross stitch would be a great tool to have. Let me know in the comments uh, if you use a planner and if you feel that it helps keep you organized and, and help keep you on track with your goals for the year. Um, I'm definitely uh, kind of random with my journaling. I have probably three or four different journals that I write in. It's whatever's convenient for me. Um, so I have journals in different areas of the house. And I think that I need to start learning how to just carry that journal around with me. It's good to have if you're, if you have a business, it's good to keep track of things that way. And that's certainly something that I should have put into my goals for 2020 is to be more uh, more of a journaler in, in that respect. But um, I'm going to give that um, a review and see if I did set a goal to, uh, when to get that other whip finished. It's the ornament. I uh, forget the name of it, but I, uh, I really appreciate you listening in today. I know this is a short podcast, but I want to be consistent and I wanted to make sure that I got this podcast done today. I hope that um, maybe you found something helpful within today's podcast. If you have an idea of something that you would like for me to do a podcast on, 
leave a comment or you can email me at sageandstitch, that's S-A-G-E-N-S-T-I-T-C-H at gmail.com. I will leave my email link below. And um, I hope that everyone is having a good week. I will see my subscribers uh, Saturday when I do my floss tube. I really appreciate all the feedback on a good novel for me to read. I did some research today into that, and I will uh, probably mention some of that uh, in my next podcast because I plan on doing a visit to Barnes & Noble's. I do have a few in my Amazon cart, so I'm um, probably going, to, by the time I do my Monday's podcast, we'll know and maybe even purchase those books that I'm planning on reading. So, alrighty, uh, thanks again for listening. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful week, and I will see you again next Monday. Alright, thanks for listening. Bye for now. Music